Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to A Living Color Abroad. I'm your host, Angel Rodriguez. And on this episode, you'll be listening to Brian, Ikuma, and myself discuss year one of living abroad. Brian is currently living in Abu Dhabi in the United Arab Emirates, and Ikuma is living in Berlin, Germany. And we talk about all things year one of living abroad, such as our highest highs, lowest lows, what we miss most about home, what would we tell our pre-abroad selves, and last but not least, what do we look forward to in year two? Hope you enjoy. This is A Living Color Abroad. Right, Brian and Ikuma, welcome back to. I think you guys are the only people that I've had back on the show. No, that's not true. My other friends, but welcome back, wow. Brian and Ikuma. <laughs> welcome back to In Living Color Abroad. How you guys doing? Doing wonderful. Thanks for having me back. <laughs> I don't know about the wonderful, but I'm alive. I'm doing cool, cool, all right. cool. All right, and you know, I want you guys to just reintroduce yourselves real quick. So, ladies, first, uh, Ikuma. Okay, uh, my name's Ikuma. Uh, moved to Germany one year ago and a few days now. Uh, been a teacher for eight years now. Wow, eight years now, um, teaching fifth grade. Uh, grew up. Part of my life in Fresno, California, and the earlier part in Kinshasa, Congo. Um, yeah. All right. Um, name is Brian. I am a first year at a school in Abu Dhabi. Um, it'll be a year on the 14th. Um, so it's right around the corner, a few days away. Um, Born and raised in New York. This is year 18. 18 of counseling. Wow. Nice, nice. Strong in the game. 18 years, almost two decades. All right. I mean, first of all, congrats to all of us, right? We did it. One year abroad. Like, yeah. So let's talk, let's talk about right there. So obviously, I was, it was my quote unquote anniversary <laughs> two days ago, August 6th. Um, and it was like a lot of, I had a lot of thoughts, a lot of reflection. So what did you, when you guys realized, obviously in the same time span that like, yo, I've been living abroad a year now, what was the first thing that went through your mind and reflecting on that? Um, for me, I was thankful, um, thankful that I listened to, I don't know, inner voice for some, or in my case to God, to go to finally um, close the chapter in Fresno and to take the leap. Um, it was 10 years in the making, <laughs> um, but just grateful that I went to San Francisco, did the interviews, um, and decided to come to Germany, even though I this wasn't my first choice. I think <laughs> it's been my best choice. Um, and yeah, in so many different ways, but thankful would be the word. Mm. 
Yeah, I would definitely uh, piggyback on that. Um, I, I left at the right time. I mean, thinking about everything that's taken place, um, thinking about the other um, locations that I, I could have been working abroad, one being Beirut, <laughs> another being that's Uruguay. Wild. Oh, my God. Um, it's, I'm, I'm glad, happy, fortunate, blessed <laughs> to be where I am. It's, right. it's definitely been uh, a, a challenge. Um, yeah. You know, I wasn't able to go home this summer, but I was at peace. Right. I was definitely, I definitely had peace being here. Right. Um, maybe too much peace because now <laughs> I have to go back to being on campus. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, you know, Gotcha, it, gotcha. it feels like it'll be year one again, round two. Mm, oh yeah, mm, I feel that because you know, it's so 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 different from what I I've known of education throughout my years, and especially this last year, it's going to be a, a different ball game. So just yeah. trying to wrap my mind around that. Yeah. Yeah, and for those that that are listening and that don't know, like uh, Kuma alluded to, a San Francisco. That's where we all met, was a job fair, international job fair in San Francisco. And we kind of all hit it off, and we stayed in contact. Brian's from New York, like me, Brooklyn as well. He comes from West Coast, but, you know, she's still kind of cool. But uh, <laughs> But um, it's kind of cool to, like, to just know people that are also, like, they just know, said, like, just going through it, right? Like, it's good that I know you guys, and obviously we have our group chat, our WhatsApp group chat, to know there's people all over the world right now, literally all over the world that we know that are going through similar shit, right? And, like, through challenging times and stuff like that. So let's go right to those challenges, Brian, right? If you could pinpoint, because I thought about this a little bit. And I also looked up some questions for one year abroad that I thought were really good questions to ask. Hey, so, <laughs> you prepared. Yes, okay. I, unlike some people, I came very prepared for this. <laughs> No, 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 but <laughs> glad to have you out of COVID. No, but anyways, so if you could pinpoint one moment in this year living abroad, what what would you say has been like the lowest low for you? The lowest low of living abroad. Yeah, this first year. Uh, I guess the lowest low was not being able to go home this summer. I mean, um... I go home, I'm home every summer, you know, mm -hmm. um, being able to see friends and family. Um, yeah. And I mean, the next time I'll be able to see my mom, my grandmother, my, my brother, my friends will be probably around Christmas time. So that'll be a year Damn. that I, I haven't been home, you know? Oh. So, so that's definitely the lowest of lows. Um, oh. Mm. Yeah. Kuma? Um, hmm. I think the lowest low. Um, ooh. I, I want to say there was two. <laughs> two <Yeah>. moments. <laughs> I think the first one, um, the first one was definitely, I think, the third month where I realized I need to make friends again. I know it sounds really weird, but being in a place 
surrounded by family, friends that you went to high school with, college with, like everybody knows you. You don't need to try anymore. You can just mm-hmm. be yourself. You don't need to explain. Everybody knows everything about you, you know, but coming to somewhere new, you're kind of on all the time, right? You're almost not advertising yourself, but almost like, you know, relearning how to make friends <laughs> um, and realizing that I missed just having those deep conversations with friends or just even having those silly ones and or just being on a call or just chatting with them face to face and you're just chilling, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a moment. And I think the second one was definitely when um, in the events, you know, when there was the first um, event in the States when Ahmad Aubrey was murdered, I think that was a part where I felt real fear for my male friends, for my my male family members and just being so removed and away from the States and feeling very helpless. Mm. Um, I think that was another moment where I was like, I just want to go back home. You know, I'm done. Mm. <laughs> I want to go back home. I want to see family. I want to be around them. And so, yeah. um, yeah, those were the moments for me. Yeah. I, I definitely can relate to both what you guys both said. And for me, I also, I think I have two as well that I was thinking about as you guys were talking Definitely, like, not going home, um, like you said, Brian. But for me, it was when New York really got hit hard with COVID. And I immediately thought about, like, my parents. And this is, like, you know, March when things are, like, chill here in Costa Rica. And New York is going through, like, the worst of it, you know, March, April. And, like, I remember just, I was just on my balcony after just, just like, just chilling. But then I started to, like, literally just cry because I felt, like, helpless. Like, it could be, like I felt helpless that I couldn't go back home. Mm. And, you know, and like, first of all, it would be bad if I went back home during that time. And then my parents are like older, you know, so I thought about like, you know, the stress and like Brian would say, like, I, I'm used to seeing my parents often, you know, my family often. So to not be able to see them and mm. to worry about them in a way that I haven't worried about them before, that was like really hard. And then I would say the second moment also related to family was my mom's birthday, which was in June, which is the first birthday in my entire life <laughs> that I don't see my mother. So that was like, that shit hit me really hard. And again, I cried. Because <laughs> it was like, you know, it, it's, it's funny because I tell people this all the time. When I got stranded abroad, as you guys know my story of getting sent back, I didn't cry during that time. For, and that was the most stressed I've ever been in my life. But I didn't cry. I did more laughing than anything else. But for some reason, when it comes to like my family, that's like my really, really soft spot. And those are the moments where you kind of like, you know, you think about like, yo, like, not, not, I wouldn't even say even question what am I doing, but like, yo, what is life right now? You know, like, what what is this? Like, what could I do, right, to be, to like, be okay with this? You know, like, you know, you're going to feel pain and stuff, but like, how do you, you know, protect yourself to like, all right, I got to keep, you know, <laughs> I can't stay in one place. You know, I got to keep moving yeah. on and, and live life, right? And like, I'm yeah. here, like, you know, mentally you could be in one place, but physically you're in another so those are definitely things that, for me, were tough during this first year. And like we said, Brian, it's like it's like year one, round two. I totally agree. Totally with the pandemic. It's definitely made that shit feel like year one, round two. But let's go now a little bit more yeah. positive now. <laughs> All right. What would you say has been the highest high in year one? The high of highs for me this first year was living out some of the dreams that I've had. I remember in 
2018, I wrote down a number of things that I wanted. I want. I didn't want to pay rent. <laughs> I wanted to have a be in a, a high rise apartment with a balcony. Um, nice. I wanted my my credit score to be at a certain level. I wanted money saved up, and you know I can hold my head high that I've I've met all those you know all those things that I put out into the world. Mm-hmm. I, I've accomplished those things. Um, it's awesome. So so yeah, that's definitely the high of the high, along with the travel that I was able to do during the first half. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> of, of this first year. Right, right. Cool. Yeah, those are those are my two highs. Nice. For me, I would say being challenged. I I think um, the last year back home, I just felt like I was coasting um, and not trying new things. I was just kind of just doing the motions, and I think here. Um, you know, living alone for the first time, no roommates, uh, taking singing lessons, singing, um, with church again, learning how to make new friends, all these different things that I am constantly having to either relearn or just learn, um, Mm. how to enjoy nature. Like, I have plants now. That's weird. I, I'm a plant person. I like being around nature and um, taking a break from being in the city. is That's just really weird to me. Mm. So definitely the, the, the good changes of um, where, I was, where I was at at home. So, yeah. yeah. No, I definitely, I definitely feel you like on the those personal things that you guys mentioned as far as like Brian, like credit score, you know, make sure your money's right, you know, make sure your mind is right. And I feel like for me, the like I don't want to say I don't want to be cliche and say all of it, but like this challenge has definitely like made me I feel better. Like I I'm better for what has happened in year one of living yeah. abroad. You know, would you guys agree with that? You guys feel like you're better off because of it. Yes. Yeah. I I would definitely say that um, I would agree with what Akuma was saying when it comes to being more grounded. Like, I've always been, uh, I guess, a plant person, but I've never. There's actually times when it's quiet. Like my my spirit is quiet. Mm. The it's quiet outside, especially you know. There are certain times in this COVID where everyone was locked down and we had curfews and stuff. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to be living in a major city and, you know, at nine o'clock, there's no one on the road. And the only thing you hear is the vibration of air conditioners and there's no horns blowing or anything like that. It was just so peaceful. Um, so it really gave me an opportunity to hear what my inner thoughts were as opposed to having to worry about everything under the sun so definitely have been more grounded and recognize that that's something that i need in order to be successful and to move forward that's real i i i agree like that quiet time i mean obviously like you and i were like being from new york i'm not used to quiet but living where i lived and where i even live now like the it's i feel so old because i i look forward to that quietness like i, I i'm like 
I'm so used to hearing ambulances and cop cars yeah. and, you know, just yeah. traffic and people cursing up a storm and me looking through the blinds to see who's fighting or whatever. But it's like, <laughs> so like, you know, it's, it's so weird to just like literally look at trees, look at the sky. I've seen so, I've seen more sunsets in this year than I've seen in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so it's really weird to be like that 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 piece is definitely something that I really do cherish and like as you guys know I moved to this new apartment which I love is like it's like a dream apartment that I would have in New York that I can't afford <laughs> but I could yeah. afford I could afford here so it's like yeah. these things are like the things you want right the things you want in life and you're able to achieve that there's not much could beat that so that's why I was saying back to alluding earlier about you know the highest of the highs for me I feel like this whole thing and like my 30th birthday, I spent it going to the Caribbean coast here that I, I never been to and meeting people there, meeting people that have crazy stories and just, you know, going to the beach, bringing my guitar, we're jamming and shit like that, you know, and just vibing. And it was just like, I was speaking to this dude that was there. He was for, he went to Howard. He was, he was staying there temporarily. He's he's like thirty eight. He's like you just had a grown man birthday right now, <laughs> and, I started, and I started laughing because you know you think about your twenties like oh I'm gonna go out I'm gonna do this all I did was all right I'm gonna be at the beach, drinking my hand, talking to people amongst good company, good vibes, and that was my birthday. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, wow, like I haven't had a birthday like that. Like I travel a lot right for my birthdays, but it was such a chill birthday that I felt so like grateful for that. I'm like wow I could I could chill. And be okay, right? Like I don't got I don't gotta get into in, get into so many things all the time. Like my mindset uh-huh. was back in New York. Like I'm I'm forced to like Angel, take a step back, chill, enjoy what what's what's in front of you right now. You know what I'm saying? Look uh-huh. at the blessings that you that you've received, right? So I think those things have definitely been have been the highest of the highs for me. And I feel and reflecting on my thirtieth uh, celebrating my thirtieth birthday here and being a year abroad like you guys are. I reflect on like wow, I've received so many fucking blessings, and I can't I can't complain about much. Sure, there's things that you think about like man, I wish this was like that and that was like that, right? If I had this, or, you know. But then it's like yo, but look at everything else you got, yo. Like there's so many Brian and Nikuma. I'm sure I could I, I could say this. There are so many people that are envious of you that would trade spots with you right now. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the ability to travel right now, right? Because, um, you know, unfortunately, many know California's not doing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the ability to travel is just not there, you know? And I definitely feel guilty when I'm, I'm posting stuff like, hey, I'm here at the beach, or hey, I'm doing this, and people back home are like... And I'm jealous. Great. I'm in Costa Rica, and I'm jealous of you because I can't travel like that. <laughs> Jealous of that too. <laughs> but yeah, I think I, I think that many people are envious of all of us. And like you said, sometimes I feel guilty about like I'm like, no, we but we 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 did this. You know, we, we did the work, you know, so we we should we should uh enjoy the fruits of our labor. You know what I'm saying? Like this is what we set out for ourselves. And I really believe that that's such a huge part of it, especially like me talking to Brian one on one in San Francisco. I know Brian remembers the conversation and where I was like in my head a lot. And talking to Akuma, and then Akuma had the whole thing with, you know, the country she was supposed to go to, you know, Saudi Arabia, but she didn't. So, like, you know, we made choices, right? We we, we made, we took active decisions in our life to have the life that we currently have. And I think right. that those things need to be applauded, right? And, like, and that's what the point of this podcast, too, is, like, to see three different people from three different parts, 
you know, living in three different parts of the world and whatever, similar backgrounds and not similar backgrounds, and doing the things that we want to do in our lives, right? And I think mm -hmm. that's like the biggest, for me, the biggest takeaway in talking to you guys about reflecting on this one year abroad. But right, now let's keep it moving now. Now let's think, now let's think back home now, right? So I think about home a lot. I don't know about you guys, but I think about home a lot. I think about New York a lot. But in, in, in general, what is something that you do not miss and something you do miss in America? Um, for me, I do not miss um, working 24-7. Um, I do enjoy here that there's the concept of when it's 3 o'clock, we clock out. You're not contacting me about work. We are not talking about work. <laughs> when it's the weekend, it's the weekend. Do not check your emails. So I do like the concept that there is such a, like there's a border between work and life and that you're not, your identity isn't in your work. I think I, I came functioning very much like that, that I'm a teacher you know, that is my identity, that is my work, and we'll hang out during the summer, but during <laughs> during the year, like, I'm all about work. Um, that's definitely something I do not miss. Mm -hmm. And I think the other thing that I kind of took for granted was that my students um, here don't need me to get them supplies. They don't need me to do a lot of the stuff that um, I got used to doing back home for my students, um, and here they have traveled so much that explaining different places, I don't need to do that so much because a lot of them are like, oh yeah, I go vacation there, I do this, and he's just like, oh, okay, so that's something else that's off my plate as an educator, so it's, um, yeah, that's mm. been different. Um... One thing I don't miss is thinking about being black. Mm. Um, I don't miss that at all. Here, I'm I'm just Brian. You know, it it's it's it doesn't matter that I am a, a black male. I don't have to worry about anything. I mean, I, I've spoken to you all about this before. Mm. I could wear a hoodie. I can you know. I don't have any shame wearing a mask. I'm not worried that anybody is going to question what I'm doing, where I'm going, or why I'm doing whatever. Um, so I, I don't miss that about um, the States at all. Um, what I do miss, other than family and friends, <laughs> I don't know if I, I really miss mm, wow. any, anything. Interesting, yeah. Interesting, interesting. I mean, a, a Philly cheesesteak would be nice, but <laughs> that's, yeah, like certain foods. Bacon, egg, I, and cheese. I, I, yeah, you know, chopped cheese or something like that. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I feel, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah no. no. That's, but what? what I, I miss Mexican food. Miss Good Mexican, Mexican food. <laughs> yeah. Got you, got you. Yeah, I feel like, honestly, in, in thinking about it, I think easily the one thing that I don't miss is the is the the like the high end stress that like I'm thinking about the New Yorkers that like that we that we carry around like all the time and also like the honestly the coldness of New Yorkers like I really feel like we and I'm I'm a part of that too um like it's just definitely I don't miss seeing that 
you know, like being on the train and everyone's, you know, head down. Don't you dare look at somebody. God forbid you acknowledge somebody's existence. Uh, you know, and just like the <laughs> the, <laughs> the carelessness for like just like you know, all right, where so many people live in this confined space. So fuck you. You know, like this is just about me right now. Like here in Costa Rica is definitely not like that at all. Like you say hi to people, you smile at people here, which is very strange to me. But you know, I'm I'm getting used to doing it now. Like I say hi to strangers now. Like, which is so not me, but I say hi to people that I don't know. Um, you know, just like an acknowledgement of like, you are a person in this world too. <laughs> um, also, but the one thing I definitely yeah. do miss though, the one thing I definitely do miss about like the States and New York, New York in particular, right, is diversity. Here, there's none. Like here's just Costa Ricans and that's about it. And yeah, you have your expats or whatever, but that's not that's that's whole other discussion, right? Um, so, <laughs> um, but diversity, I definitely miss that so much in New York, and that I can go to here and here. And I'm gonna find, like you said, whatever this kind of spot or this kind of spot, or go to any spot and you find all different kinds of people. It's not like that here, and the vibe is just completely different. And at this point, living one year abroad. Um, I can say that New York vibe is definitely is better than Costa Rican vibe. Uh, not, not not that I not that I not that I don't like living here, but I I not like I can like see myself in like my head and like I'm not angel. I I kind of know myself now. The New York vibe is just will always be home to me, and that's that's like my heart. And I feel like that vibe is definitely better than the vibe here in general. As far as like city vibe is, is what I'm talking about. I guess you could say uh, everything else is better here, but like city vibe and like New York vibe and stuff like that. It's definitely better, but still love Costa Rica. People living in Costa Rica, I still love Costa Rica, right? It's not, it's not you, it's just the vibe. I, I still like the people here. <laughs> but um, but all right, let let's let's uh keep moving. All right, this is a good one. This is a good one that I found. All right, what do you love? One thing, one thing. What do you love the most out of the place you're in right now? Ooh, hmm. I like. No, it has that, to be love, not like. <laughs> She's like, I heard that correctly. Love, One thing I like. <laughs> okay. I love, <laughs> I love that you can be whoever you want to be here in Berlin. Um, I mean, I can wear sneakers with a dress and, you know, my hair's undone. And I can walk out of the house and people just be like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, there's just an ease here that you can just, the outward appearance isn't so much the thing. It's more of who you are inside. Um, so I just like that, that there's that ease of, there. the pressure isn't there to dress a certain way, to do your hair a certain way. I, I do really like that. Love it. Sorry. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Okay. Um, what do I love about here? Huh. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, Lord. Come on, Brian. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I like what you said, but I'm going to go in a uh, different direction. I like that uh, I am in Middle Earth. Love. I can go. What did I say? You said like. <laughs> okay. My, my bad. Thank you for uh, correcting me. You're welcome. Um, I, I love the fact that I am in Middle Earth. I can go in any direction and be in another country in less than eight hours, we'll say, um, give or take. 
Um, so that just opens up so many opportunities to, you know, once COVID is over, mm-hmm. airlines start opening back up. But I can go anywhere um, from this location. So it's pretty much like, like I said, Middle Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, <laughs> that's funny you mentioned the whole like outward inward appearance of Ikuma as interesting. I think for me and thinking about like what I think is like what I love about Costa Rica, I have to say it is the obvious. I think I think the people here are are, are nice. I think that that is a, something I like. But something that I love <laughs> is definitely how fucking beautiful it is here. Like I, I I'm still floored by the things that I've seen multiple times now. Like, going to the same beach, I'm still floored. Going to, like, this waterfall, I'm still floored. Like, it's just so breathtakingly beautiful, this this country, and, like, the things you can see in a span of two, three hours that, you know, you see fucking monkeys, hummingbirds, freaking poison dart frogs just on your path and stuff like, you know, like, it's it's really, like, it, it is that nature part that I never experienced in my life, and now I'm living it. You know what I'm saying? I even here in this city area that I live, as you guys see my apartment, it looks like I live in a fucking rainforest, which I don't, but it looks like there's just trees everywhere and shit. And it's like, you just appreciate that. Like, I, I just love the nature here. And like you, Ikuma, like I've loved nature more now more than ever before in my life. And it's something that I really do appreciate and, and that I cherish, honestly, I can say at this point. That I really do cherish nature a lot right. more now. And now I'm being like eco-friendly, yo. I bought like a, I bought a damn, you know when you go to a supermarket, you get your own bag now? Like the eco bags? Yeah. I did that mm-hmm. now. I'm like, what, wow, what is... Welcome the... to the 21st century. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> wow. I've been doing that <laughs> at home, but that's okay. Yeah, but I always... You know what my parents did, though? We ne- that was never a thing. We used to always take the shopping bags and use it as, like, garbage bags, though. We would always, like, collect oh, them. Oh, that's true. And, like, put no, it as, like, true. a garbage, you know, for the garbage bag or the toilet, you know, for the, the bathroom. You know, so we always use that. And I'm like, yo, I don't got no more plastic bags. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, like, you know, you kind of get used to the certain things that, you know, they're very eco-friendly or whatever. So it's like, all right, let me make sure I recycle correctly, make sure I'm eco-friendly or whatever. It's just, it's, it's very interesting, like, those kind of things that I now appreciate that I probably took for granted before. But, um, all right, we, we, got, a, we got a couple more that are going to be big ones. These are probably the biggest ones, all right? What would you tell your pre-living abroad self right now? Oh, my gosh. Okay, um, what would I tell myself? I would tell myself to learn a little bit more about the country I'm going to. I think I came in a little more blind than I should have (laughs) to Germany. Mm. Um, With even like just some phrases, you know, I, I knew no German at all. I went with the naive advice of, like, you can speak English. Like, don't worry about it. Everyone speaks English. And then um, God, in his sense of humor, was like, okay, but I'm going to put you in a neighborhood where people are going to look at you and be like, yeah, don't know English. (laughs) So um, learning just some phrases, because I think everybody appreciates when you can speak or you try to speak in the home language. Um, people are a little more nicer (laughs) when they see you make that effort. So I think I would tell myself, definitely learn some phrases, um, maybe test out a few beers so then you can drink (laughs) with some people. (laughs) Um, um, yeah, I think that's what I would tell myself. Um, honestly, I don't think I would 
do anything differently. Um, Come on. Brian's perfect, guys. You don't know? No. Brian. It's not about being perfect. For for me, it's about... I can't... I've, I've never... I've been to the UAE prior to moving here, but I've never was in Abu Dhabi. Um, I knew I wanted a new experience, so the only way to experience that was to go in blind. Mm. I mean, there is no good or bad. It's what you make of it. So Mm -hmm. as I mentioned before, I am fortunate enough to be able to live out everything that I foresaw. So it's... I would say dream even bigger. I don't know. I, mm. I'm I'm really really good, you know. Well, that's good. That's great. <laughs> but uh, also remember, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 significantly older than most of y'all. So. Well, no, that's not true. Well, me, it's ten years, but Ikuma Ikuma is in, in your age six? bracket. Oh, six. Okay, yeah, she's so. not. All right. <laughs> I'll cut this. I'll cut this part out. <laughs> Keep it in. See, look at them. See how much of a hater you are. It's okay. Uh, anyway, um, I, 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 <laughs> this is what I would say. This is what I would say. Um, I think that um, I think the number one thing that I would tell myself before I, I moved is that I. I think it's something I tell everybody when like living abroad is like you gotta bring yourself to the country you're in. I think that's very important. Like, you know, you gotta bring your your experiences, your personality, you gotta bring that with you. You can't let that stay where where you at, uh where you came from. But I would say is that I feel like I I did not anticipate and also maybe felt like judgy, like for certain things. Like for example, when it comes to like um, dating, for example, like that's been that's been completely different. That's like been turned on its head here, um, and that is something that I feel like I did I took for granted. Um, as far as like that, oh, well, look, dating is the same everywhere around the world, right? Like, why would it be different, right? Like, why would it? Why, but it looks very different here than it was in New York. And and I felt like I I was judgy about that. I'm like, oh, this, but it's like nah. Like Brian just said, it's not good. But it's just different. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like at the beginning I was super judgy, and I'm like, oh, this is some bullshit. Like that, this is like this or whatever. This is weird. You know, things like that. Like super judgmental. And now I'm more like, all right, this is what it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I I'm either gonna roll with it or I'm not. And 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 that's that. So I feel this, that 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 in particular, but just in general, like that judgy part. I'm like, don't judge it. You know what I'm saying? Like, experience it for what it is, and that's that. And then, you know, that's how you learn yeah. from shit. So I feel like that's definitely one thing that I feel so like. That's what, that's what you would tell yourself? I, I'm just trying to make sure I <laughs> yeah. tell yourself not. Yeah, I mean, that's something you, 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 you experienced it. Just like you used to being in the concrete jungle, now you in the real jungle. And you're like, oh, this is, this is great. You know, it's just part of the experience. So, yeah, but I'm I feel like just I making sure I understand what you were you, when when I hear the question. It's like, what are you going to change Got about it. yourself? But you wouldn't be where you are now or ex- know what you 
you've experienced if you came in with that mindset. Huh. That's an interesting point. I guess I, I guess I answered a little bit differently then. <laughs> But no, like that. That's what when I Do think you about. Want to change your answer? No, I know that's. I'll, I'll keep it with that. I'll keep it with that one. All right. So all right. So what are you looking? The last question. What are you looking forward to, in year two? Ooh. All right. Does it have to be one thing? Uh, ge- whatever. Generally, just keep. Don't keep it too long. But yeah. Because <laughs> I got a whole list. Yeah. I ignore cause... your hating laughter, but. <laughs> Um, definitely gonna get another tattoo, so I can be like, I got a tat from Berlin. Um, definitely gonna keep dating, because it's been an interesting experience here. (laughs) Um, I'm sure we can have a whole other episode on just dating alone, but yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Um, I think making deep connections, like, deeper friendships. I think year one... Um, people are still getting to know me. I'm still getting to know them. But now actually um, solidifying the community that I've been trying to create here, I, I'm looking forward to that in year two. Um, hopefully travel, <laughs> but I don't know how that's going to work. Um, and trying to find a balance and learning how to rest. I think for me, the resting part has been very hard um, because, you know, first generation, all these different reasons, but um, not feeling guilty for resting and not feeling like I wasted a whole day just because I didn't do something. Mm. Um, So, yeah, that's definitely what I'm looking forward to. Nice, nice, Wasn't too long. That wasn't long at all. It was great. No, I actually agree with you wholeheartedly, actually. That was probably, that was my thing, too, is like, for me, year one is like feeling out a lot of things and then also like, you know, my colleagues or whatever people that I've met. And now it's like really like building that community for me. Like I really feel like that's one thing that is like a huge void right now is like, all right, what is my community, right? How am I building that community within Costa Rica and not just with expats, <laughs> you know, but with like local people as well. And um, that's probably the biggest part that I definitely, and well, you said deeper connections. Like a lot of the stuff is very, you know, surface level, like, all right, you want this, you, you know, we're going here, you want to go, sure. Or, yeah, I'm going this part of town, you want to, yeah, like, so, you know, which is nice, obviously, but it's, like, more, like, deeper connections, more, like, solid, you know, foundations for, like, deeper friendships and whatnot, and whatever comes my way as far as, like, connections and relationships go. But, yeah, that's definitely, for me, what is going to be what I'm looking forward to as far as, like, working on, right? And, obviously, still seeing this beautiful country and, hopefully, traveling as well. <laughs> all right, Brian, you got the last word, Brian. Um, for me, it would be definitely traveling. There's a whole bunch of places that I was supposed to see during the second half of the Yo, year. Yo, we're supposed to see I Kenya. Un- so is Kenya happening? We'll yeah. We'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> um, so yeah, definitely, um, continuing with traveling. Balance. Um, yeah, definitely balance. I'm, I'm in a leadership position now, so it's... I've gone down this road before and I need to make sure that I take heed to some of the mistakes and uh, missteps that I've made in the past as far as it balances concerned, not killing myself um, to get things done and knowing that it'll all happen in time. Um, and, and just exploring 
exploring more of the UAE. Uh, mm. There are seven Emirates. I've been to three. Before I leave here, I need to make sure I get to all seven. Um, so I have to make that happen. Nice, nice. All right, I lied. This is the, really the final, final question. This is a one-word answer, though. <laughs> There's a one-word answer. One-word oh answer. We, we'll go in any order. I, I, I'll go first. That way you guys can say the word. All right, one word. One word. <laughs> one word. One word to describe your experience. My word is alive. You want to go, Ikuma? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm leaving that part in there. <laughs> Ikuma. Hello? You, you heard the question, right? We got disconnected. You, got, you heard did the question, you say, right? Did you say... One word. Yeah. One word to describe. Alive? Yeah, I said alive. Yeah, that's the word. Okay. I like that. And my word would be freedom. Mm. And there we have it, folks. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that episode with Brian and Ikuma. I obviously did. They're really good friends, and I'm glad I'm on this journey of living abroad with them, even though they're on the other side of the world, basically. <laughs> I'm glad we were able to discuss all those things. And hopefully you got some insight on, um, you know, three different perspectives on, on living abroad for people of color, such as Brian Ikuma and myself. But yeah, I think the biggest thing, honestly, in listening to this uh, episode, obviously, as I edit, is the fact that, you know, it's all about growth. Honestly, like Ikuma mentioned, it's all about being a better version of yourself the next day than yesterday. And those things are almost, they're amplified really when you're abroad because as Ikuma said, you know, as far as making friends, all right, I got to start from square one. Nobody knows me here. <laughs> you know, you got to, no one, you can't say, oh, you know the way I am. No, you have to explain who you are and build a community based on where you are. If you're going to have a good experience, that is right, wherever you currently are living abroad. And um, yeah, I think this is definitely a great way to take um, from that episode. Yeah, hope you enjoy that. And I'm looking forward to year two of living abroad and definitely there will be a podcast episode on that as well <laughs> so next week you will be listening to ari who is living abroad in thailand and she has such a really interesting story honestly i i say this and i've interviewed a lot of people now by far the craziest story i've heard about adventures living abroad like <laughs> her story is pretty pretty awesome uh, pretty crazy and i hope uh you listen to it yeah and as always, if you like what you hear, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, follow me on Spotify, and any of your favorite streaming platforms, and make sure you follow my Instagram page at In Living Color Abroad. See you next week. This is In Living Color Abroad. Peace. <laughs>